0: Hey, welcome to the H&H Hour podcast.
1: My name is Heather Taves, and I am Heidi Bolt, and we're sisters. We believe here at the H Hour that your ordinary is
0: extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Hi friends, welcome back to the H&H Hour podcast. My name is Heather Taves, and I'm here with my f- friend. My friend. You are I'm my friend. friend. I am your friend. <laughs> my friend and my sister and my co-host Heidi Bolt. Welcome. That's a lot of ands. Heidi, It is a lot of ands. Yeah. You are a lot of ants in my life. I could keep going. Yeah.
1: I've got to tell you this. Oh. I was, um, we're getting ready to move here in just a little bit. Yeah. And so I was, as everyone does, I think when you move, you sort of start that purge. It reminds me of being pregnant when you're like towards the end of pregnancy and nesting. all of a sudden you're like,
0: yeah, oh my goodness, I need mm-hmm. to clean all the things. Yeah. So I'm doing that, cleaning all the uh-huh. things. Yep. When I was nesting, I was Scared to death that I wouldn't have enough cleaning supplies to last for, I don't know how long I thought I was going to be shelter at home after I had a baby, but apparently long enough that I needed like three bins of cleaning supplies. Okay. So I was cleaning out this box
1: of keepsakes and I happened upon this little note that your son wrote me. He's 13 right now. He wrote it to me and his handwriting looked like he was maybe six or seven. Okay. So little, you know how you can tell because like the spacing is different and it said, Auntie Heidi, I'll always be your cake.
0: Love Benny, and it
1: was so sweet because we have like this little pet name that I coined when he was a baby. Yeah, that he was my cake. Aww, and so I am also your child's cake, Auntie. He made me an auntie, and he's He's my cake. That's cute. So it just was it like blessed my morning when I saw that little note. It's fun to find those little memories. Yeah, seeing him as a little as a little one. So.
0: Well, I'm excited to be here today because we have some guests that are coming to chat with us, and that's my favorite Mm -hmm. because we get to hear other people's stories and we don't have to do all the talking, which is great. Um, So, you know, what I love about this show is that we get to hear from all sorts of different people. We get to hear from all sorts of ages and backgrounds and professions and people with different perspectives, and I think that that's really valuable for all of us. I think we all need to be having conversations with people that we don't necessarily have the same things in common with. 100%. So today is one of those days. Mm -hmm. We get to have a chat with a young lady, so why don't you introduce her to all of our listeners?
1: Okay, well, this girl showed up on the scene, I'm not even sure, sometime within the last couple of years, and I instantly loved her. She showed up at our church and started attending, and she just radiates joy and fun and Jesus. And she's not that old. She's not super young, but she's not that old. Right. So I am so excited to welcome to studio Mallory Moore.
2: Hello. Welcome
1: to the H&H Hour. <laughs>
2: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
1: We're equally excited to have you here. And you're here with us in person. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> this whole shelter in place thing has been a little extreme. Crazy. And so I haven't seen you in weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah,
2: it's been a while.
1: Yes. So it's been so nice to see you face to face and connect with you.
2: Thank you. You too. So
1: it's going to be a great, a great uh, time here in studio. Have you ever podcasted before? I have not. Okay. So this is new for you. Yes, it is. Okay. Do you mind telling our listeners how old you are? I'm 18. You're 18. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So before we get started, um, I know a fair amount about you and your family, Mm -hmm. as does Heather, but our listeners might not. Yes. So will you give us a little bit of insight into your world, who you are?
2: Yes, I am 18. I go to Pure Christian High School. I've gone there my whole life. I'm a lifer. Go Chargers. (laughs) And I actually work at PCS in the elementary school. I got offered a position at the beginning of my senior year to help um, run the aftercare program for four-year-olds. So it's been a lot of fun. They're cute. They make days very interesting. Yep. (laughs) So it's fun. But yes.
1: Talk about preparation for motherhood someday. Right.
2: Seriously. They're crazy. I open a lot of applesauce. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay. So my
0: kids went to Peoria Christian for a couple of years, um, seven years ago. So let's see, you would have been in What grade? You're a senior now. What grade would you have been in
2: seven years ago? Uh, Something like that. Fifth grade. Yeah. 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 Fifth grade. Yeah.
0: Fifth grade. So middle school. So you would have been one of the big kids. Yes. You know, one of the kids that were like, "Look at those big middle schoolers."
2: I know. It's so (laughs) funny. I always thought that the high schoolers looked so old, and now I'm a senior and feel like I'm like (laughs) twelve. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. So fun.
1: Okay, so we like to ask every single guest a couple of. Um, the same questions. And one of the things I want to hear from you um, is, we Heather and I talk a lot about the fact, the point of the podcast is that our ordinary lives are really extraordinary
2: mm-hmm.
1: when we view them like that. Um, so often I think we miss kind of the importance of our lives if we aren't seeing it how God intends for us to. So what is something about your life that you just feel is very ordinary?
2: Yeah, I feel like the age I am as everyone's been in like my, obviously not my exact stage of life because of the virus, but everyone's been a senior in high school and kind of walked through similar things that I have. So I feel like that just feels super ordinary.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I want to talk about the fact that it's your senior year here in a little bit. Yes. We'll get to that. So don't let me forget to do okay. that. Okay. So then what's something about your life that feels extraordinary?
2: So I feel like the, it kind of goes hand in hand with my age is I feel like being 18 and having um, just such a strong relationship with the Lord also feels really extraordinary. Is to have such a head start in life with that. I love mm. that. Yeah. How do you feel like you got that? Um, through, I guess, my parents play like a really big role in it. Um, they've just really raised Libby and I really well, and. Obviously, like the mentors in my life and the different people like y'all that have really poured into me has really been able to strengthen my faith a lot. So, Libby is your sister, right? Yes. Is she older or younger? She is older. She's two years older. She's 20.
1: Tell us about, I'm going to jump ahead here on you, but tell us about this last season of life where Libby made a big decision. Yes. To kind of reunite you guys. Tell mm-hmm. us about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, so she moved to Texas. For an internship. She's a photographer and a videographer and um creates content. She's great. She's brilliant. (laughs) Yes, she is really great at what she does. Um so she moved to Texas for several months. I feel like it was a really long time (laughs) because I was alone. But since it's just the two of us, I I don't know, it was really hard with her being gone. And so she decided to move home um to just kind of be a part of my last like year in high school and to be with our family again before I go off to school and she is my absolute best friend. <laughs> I love her more than anything. But it's really meant a lot that she um, just made that decision to put herself aside and to come reunite us again before we kind of go off on our different directions. Not really because we're sisters, but <laughs> sure.
1: Before that big shift of yeah. you know school and yeah. potentially marriage down the road and For all sure. the
0: things. That's yes. really amazing. What a what a sweet sacrifice yeah.
2: that, that. When it probably wasn't much of
0: a sacrifice. She was probably happy to do it yes
2: and she got a great job here and like loves it and it feels so confident in her move home but I'm real happy about it too yeah (laughs) yeah so what are some
0: things you guys have gotten to do and experience together this last year
2: yeah so especially since quarantine we've literally been together so much and I take that as such a gift um but she loves to take pictures obviously she's a photographer and so we do a lot of photo shoots and stuff it's a lot of fun
0: that's awesome. Do you remember when we used to do photo shoots in our room? And, 100%. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. It was like – well, it was the 90s, early 90s. So it was like the huge bangs with yeah. the – what was the hairspray? The Aquanet. Oh, my. You know? And we. I was just talking Is about this. Is that the one that's had – or like the Aussie one? Is that the one that's – No. No? You, no? That was a little later. Okay. That, I'm I'm a little bit older. So for me, yeah. like my hairspray ages me a little bit. But <laughs> Gosh. you know you I would curl that. the bangs half the bangs up yep. and half the bangs down and then tease them you'd have like the big fan sh- the poofy sh- fan
2: sh- i'm was sure my grandma still does that uh yeah
0: mm-hmm. but then if it rained we were in so much trouble because then you just look like a drowned rat because yeah. you have like aquanet running down your face and your bangs just yeah
1: pull. you had a one-up on me because you had naturally curly your hair true mine was full on straight if it rained just the bangs were all over the place
0: <laughs> yeah that's how i feel <laughs> so bad <laughs> So oh, I love that. I love, I love that as, you know, young sisters and older sisters and even older sisters, we still have that that same camaraderie, that yeah. same love for one another. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't have to change. I think yeah. sometimes people think think it has to as you get older, and it's just, I mean, we're proof that it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have to. And yeah. And you guys are too. Yes. Yeah,
1: we've been doing this sister gig for 37 years. Mm-hmm. So, it's the best. Yeah, it's yep. the best. It is. It is. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about your senior year. Yes. So through all of quarantine, all of this crazy virus jazz, we have not gotten to talk with somebody on the show in your age category. Somebody mm-hmm. who it's affecting a pretty major life milestone for yeah. you in a dramatic way. Let's talk about what that has looked like for you.
2: Yeah. So I feel like I've never really been like a big high school person. I feel like I've kind of had a harder experience in high school. And so I've always been ready to like close that chapter of my life and move on. But now that it was like I guess taken away so abruptly, it's kind of changed my perspective on it and I don't know, there's obviously like graduation and prom and like senior skip day and senior prank and like all those things like that um that I like had have known my whole life that I'm going to do. Yeah. Now that I like don't have the opportunity, it's just kind of been different, I guess. I don't know.
1: How do you feel like your friends have responded, your senior classmates?
2: Yeah, um, a lot of them are taking it pretty, like, roughly, I would guess, but I guess there's some people that are kind of more similar to me that just are like, oh, well, it's done. Let's move on, mm-hmm. like, on to college type of thing.
1: Yeah.
2: That's a lot to
0: have to give up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know that for a lot of people, they're not having to give up major milestones. Like, yeah. there are other mm-hmm. things that are hard that have caused grief, but that's a major milestone that you'll always look back on and, and be like, wow, I didn't, I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's so important. I, I love that your perspective is okay, well that's done. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that we I mean, has that, was that your perspective from day one when you found out about this or has there been a grieving process?
2: Um, I, at the beginning of quarantine, I was kind of like, sweet, I don't have to go to school. I just get to be home with Libby and my family and just do what I have to do and then be done with it. But as it like has prolonged, I feel like the one thing that I've kind of like had to figure out in my mind is just not having a graduation because it's such a milestone like moment. Are you not
0: having one at all?
2: I think they're doing it virtually, but they officially canceled it today. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. That's sad. (laughs) Yeah. That's really hard. Wow.
1: Do you feel sad about it?
2: Yeah, that over pretty much everything else, for sure. Yeah. You
0: still going to wear a cap and gown?
2: Yeah. My sister's doing pictures. Totally. So that's fun. You totally should. Yeah. Like parade down
0: your steps. Yes.
2: I called my grandparents and told them. They're like, we'll do it in our backyard. I'm like, okay. Uh, (laughs) I love that idea. Yeah. I think you should do that. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, no one will forget the class of 2020. Right. I mean, Mm. you guys will be remembered forever Mm -hmm. probably in history books yeah (laughs) so funny (laughs) yeah
1: do you feel like god's taught you anything on a personal level through this very unexpected shift in your year
2: um yeah i kind of feel like as i've been reading the bible like chronologically this year i've really learned um just how like big god is and how he's in the details of everything and i think through this it's kind of taught me that he's in the details of things even when they don't Necessarily go my way, yeah. And so I think that's been something that I've been wrestling with. Yeah.
0: Have you struggled with other things that feel this big before, or is this kind of like the biggest thing you've had to work through?
2: Um, I think it goes. Yeah, this is probably one of the bigger things that I've had to walk through for sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, because you're an adult now, Mm -hmm. you're having to decide on your own without like. I I know you have your parents' guidance still, Mm -hmm. but as an adult, a young adult, you know, I think as a parent, we often help guide our kids through things and, sh- and help them determine what they, how they respond. Yeah. But as a young adult now, you're you're making that decision on your own. Like, mm-hmm. you have that opportunity to do that. So I just wondered if that was something, like, if you felt the difference there.
2: Yeah. I feel like kind of walking through it, I've also um, had found, like, a lot of joy in looking forward to things, like, ahead, which I'm very excited for college <laughs> and, So yeah, just being able to like plan stuff and order stuff online through (laughs) quarantine—it's been good timing to online shop. Yeah. So I think that looking forward to things ahead have really um, just helped in this time for sure.
1: Do you have any insight into what if is college going to look any different than you thought it would come this fall? Is it all on track still? Do you know?
2: Yeah. As of now, I was I talked to my guidance counselor like last week I think and. in Columbia, South Carolina, they're already starting to open stuff up again. And so they're saying that everything's pretty much on track to Mm -hmm. start in the fall, which I'm very happy about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So tell us about that.
0: Where where are you going and what are you going for? And what are you most excited for?
2: Yeah. So I'm going to Columbia International University in South Carolina and I'm majoring in youth and family ministry. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited. I feel like it's been um, the Lord has continued to open doors there for me. And so I'm very confident in like knowing that's where I'm supposed to be. And I'm, I mean, I can't pick one thing that I'm most excited about. Yeah. I'm excited about everything. I have a roommate, so that's fun. We get to talk a lot and get to know each other. So that's exciting.
1: That's fun that you've already connected with her.
2: Yes.
0: She's yeah. awesome. Good. So what's your, when you come out of college, what's your goal? What do you want to do?
2: I don't really know. Yeah. that's <laughs> I, okay. I feel like I am really confident in knowing that the Lord has placed me in wanting to be in like youth ministry, Mm -hmm. but I don't exactly know where in that yet. Yeah. Something I'm still kind of trying to discover. That's okay.
0: That's okay. And it's okay for it to change too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You know, you get into something and you're like, oh yeah, it's not exactly what I thought and I'm drawn into this other area. I mean, that's happened to both of us multiple times. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Mallory, one thing I love about you um, from observing your life is you are... Such a server, you love families so well. Like I've seen you have, you know, different families in different seasons that you just really pour into Mm -hmm. and love on. Um, Mamas with littles, and you know, just kind of noticing them. And you've got kiddos that call you Aunt Mal, Mm -hmm. and that's, I would say, a bit unusual for a lot of people in your age category. Mm Where does that passion come from?
2: Um, I feel like it's something that the Lord really instilled in me when I was little myself is I kind of feel like I didn't really have a ton of people like older than me other than like my family. Um, so just growing up, I've always just felt really connected to younger kids and wanted to be like a role model in their life and someone that's not their parents Yes. <laughs> that they can look up to and kind of have fun with, I guess. I love that.
1: As my daughter was walking out the door, she was being picked up by grandma before podcasting. She tur- she's three. She's almost four. And she turned around and she says, oh, by the way, when Miss Maui gets here, please schedule a date night for her to babysit.
2: Miss Maui. <laughs> I love it. That's
1: so great. you are well loved by the children that you have chosen to love on. So thank it's you a fun, as a mama. Yeah. Thanks for loving our kiddos. For sure. That's really sweet. Okay. You and I were chatting at my kitchen counter couple months ago now, before all of this virus stuff hit. And Mm -hmm. you were talking to me about your passion for reading through the Bible this year. Yeah. Tell us about that. Where'd that come from? Have you stayed with it? What's that been like for you?
2: Yeah. So I went to a passion this, I mean, New Year's (laughs) and I went with a couple of friends and one of my friends looked at me and she was like, Hey, let's read the Bible chronologically this year. And I was like, okay. (laughs) She's like, we're going to do it. And I was like, okay, sounds good. And so then I was talking to my sister about it and she and her boyfriend are actually doing it too. And so she's like, here, you should do the same one we're doing so we can like talk about it or whatever. And I was like, sure. And so we started it and I did not think that I would love the Bible, (laughs) which sounds weird, but as much as I do, um, I think that reading it chronologically has completely changed the way I've, um, understood the Bible and each day it's super cool how different things, um, like in stories I feel like I've read or like been told growing up, but reading them is so different than being told them, which has been really cool and different, um, just characteristics of the Lord has really been shown to me through it. And it's been such a journey and it's a lot (laughs) like reading it is a lot each day, but it's, especially through quarantine, it's been something that has really been like, routine, I guess, the one thing that's not changed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, which has been really good and encouraging for sure.
0: Is this the first time you've read through the complete Bible? Yes. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. What an accomplishment. It's been fun. Yeah. I mean I'm only what, five months in, but Yeah. You're gonna get
0: to the end of it and you're just gonna feel like that was the best thing I've ever done.
2: Yeah. There's so many things that um I like had read before, but taken totally out of context. Mm -hmm. And the Lord has like really been correcting that in my mind, which has been hard and cool and really incredible.
0: Isn't it neat to see how, I mean, because for people that don't know, the Bible isn't laid out chronologically. If you start on the first page and you read all the way to the last page, it's not in order Mm -hmm. on a timeline.
2: But isn't it so cool to Mm -hmm. see how things fit together? Yeah, it's been really cool. I think, was it you that preached on it? Mm -hmm. Because when you did that, when you said that message, I was like, "Oh, I should really do that." And then in January we started doing it. And like, I keep remembering your message. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's really cool.
1: So you said that got inspired at Passion. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Passion and what that is. Some people may not know.
2: Yeah, it's it's incredible. (laughs) I will go back every year until I can't.
0: (laughs) But (laughs) until you're too old. I I literally already (laughs) bought
2: tickets for next year. Like while I was at Passion this past year. Um, but, yeah, it's just a conference, and it's a lot. It's, mm-hmm. it's jam-packed full of, like, really great speakers and um, musicians, and it's incredible. It was over New Year's this past year, which I don't think it is this in 2021, but um, it was cool. We They, like, it turned 2020. Oh, cool. <laughs> I don't know what you call that. Yeah, yeah. the New Year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right in the New Year. Um, when we were there, and it was really cool to just, like, start our year off, like, through worship, and it was awesome.
0: So it's for young adults.
2: Yes, it's yeah. for. Um, I think it's like eighteen to twenty-five. So cool. Fun fact: Chris, my husband, was
0: at the second passion. That's awesome. I think it was the second that they ever did out in a big field. And yeah, it rained like crazy, and it was super muddy. And it, yeah. he just he still talks about it. It's so, it, and that was it, a it's long seriously time ago. The best. Yeah,
2: it's so cool. This next year they're doing it in New York, which is kind of crazy. They're That's doing awesome. it in. Atlanta and in new york very cool yeah and they sell out like <laughs> yeah. don't yeah. Yeah. they yeah i mean it, it was sold out students pack in it was crazy that's amazing it was the most amount of people i've ever seen in one place which mm-hmm. was super humbling that it wasn't for like a sport or anything it was for mm-hmm. jesus and it was yeah. i mean just so encouraging
1: what a cool picture for you to see your generation mm-hmm. the people of your age category being passionate about that yeah i feel like that had to give you so much hope yeah yeah. I didn't want to leave. Yeah. Let's be real. Were you looking around thinking like, is my husband here?
2: <laughs> I is there mean, any maybe. cute guys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like there was probably quite a few yeah. like young women thinking, "Oh, cute guys that love Jesus. Find
0: a guy here. Hallelujah. <laughs> It'd be a good place to find a husband." Seriously. <laughs> no
1: kidding. Well, okay, so if you have not experienced passion and you're in between 18 to 25,
2: go message
1: Mallory mm-hmm. and ask about her experience yes. mm-hmm. and go. Because I yeah. think it would be incredible. It's it's
2: awesome, like
1: life changing, mm-hmm, you know. For sure. I just remember you talking about it after you'd gone, and you yeah. were like, bubbling mm-hmm. for joy over mm-hmm. it all. Yes. So it's the yeah. coolest. So great. I love that. Okay, I want to talk a little bit. We're gonna shift gears a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about your mama.
2: Yes.
1: Because you have such a sweet mom. You I have do. awesome parents. I do. <laughs> and I love both of them. Um, but your mom has had to battle autoimmune disease and a lot of illness for. Mm-hmm basically your lifetime.
2: Yeah. Right. So I think I was seven.
1: You were seven. Okay. So you probably don't really remember much of life before she was ill. Right. Right. Um, I want to talk about what that's looked like for you as a young woman growing up with a mom who's had to battle pretty severe illness and a little bit about what that's looked like for your family.
2: Yeah. I think that, um, I could say for both Libby and I, that it's been, um, We've experienced a lot of growth through it, and it's really been cool to see our parents choose. Um, I forget what the saying is, uh, in sickness and in health. Yeah. Um, it's, we have like a first-hand example of that, and mm-hmm. it's been really um, something that we both have treasured seeing watching their marriage mm-hmm. through it all. Um, but in regards to my mom, it's been um, just awesome to see someone who genuinely chooses strength and joy and courage as like a daily choice every day like every morning when she accepts she has to choose mm. courage and so I think in other people's lives I've seen courage in like one moment and like they have to be courageous for this one specific thing mm. but as she's battled illness for years it's truly been a daily choice for her and it's mm. been just incredible to watch her grow through it
0: wow
2: Heidi that has to be encouraging for you to hear
0: yeah because of the things that You're walking through with your own health. And I know we have talked before about, you know, you expressing fear at times over what your children are going to remember Yeah, about, you know, you having to battle this illness. How it affects them. Yeah. How does that make you feel when you hear that? Um,
1: It's part of the reason I wanted to talk to her about this is because, I mean, let's be real. Autoimmune disease is becoming very, very rampant Mm -hmm. in in our society, in our nation, um, especially in women my age. And so I think that it's very encouraging to hear someone like Mallory. I think that, I'll be honest, when I first asked you that question quite a few months ago, I sort of expected to hear um, anger and maybe resentment come out of you um, because it would be easy for you to be resentful. You know, you could easily be like, well, God let my mom be sick and it's not fair for me. Mm -hmm. But I didn't hear that. Um, so either you were masking it really well, or you've truly let the Lord use this for good in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, Heather, that's been my prayer over my own kids is that we're all walk we're all called to suffer in different ways. You know, Jesus said that, like, if you're, if you're going to be with me in glory, you, you also have to suffer with me mm-hmm. here on earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I know that, but it's one thing for a 37 year old woman to know that and a totally different thing for a little four year old girl to know that. Right. And so um, I think seeing your perspective on it and also talking to your mom about her perspective on it and hearing about how your dad's handled it. Mm -hmm. um, My husband's talked with him. Like, I just think it's been very encouraging to see that you can walk a road of really hard suffering and do it with a lot of grace. Mm -hmm. And your family can come out the other side still healthy and possibly stronger than had you not walked through it in the first place. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I just would say thank you for sharing that perspective because I know it would have been so easy for you to go down the road of negativity yeah. and the road of sulking and the road of the things that have been taken from you in it, but that's not what you've, you've chosen to do. And I think that's a really big deal. I think yeah. that's a big, big deal.
2: Yeah. I mean, I for sure think that there are obviously good days and bad days, yeah. but overall, I think that we've all just really been able to see the um, just hand of God through it all which has been incredible. Yeah.
0: What would you say to other young people who are maybe in a situation where they have to support their parents or walk through something with their parents is difficult?
2: I would say don't do it alone. I think that community and the different mentors that have been in Libby and I's life have really um, just been able to lean on, and that's, I mean, the body of Christ. That's what it's for, for sure. Yeah.
0: Okay, I want to talk about that for a second, because I think that's a really important topic. I know we didn't put this in your questions, but I want to I want to go there for a minute. <laughs> you may have mentioned several times now about mentors in your life. Yeah. And I want to know, um, first of all, how did you find those mentors? Okay, so we're going to go back to that. And then two, um, did you expect those people to do all the work, or how did you engage with those people? So first thing, how did you find them?
2: Um. Through kids (laughs) Um, My like I feel like my first mentor Allie Dakin I met her through Betsy I was um, Like a table leader At a Vacation Bible school And Betsy One of her kids Was in my At my table And so Through just my relationship With Betsy I started watching her kids And then She kind of just like Took on a um, Like leadership role In my life Which has been Really cool And then Through all of I feel like everyone else That's (laughs) mentored me Has been through their kids As well (laughs) That's awesome. So
0: it's been through you, you said it earlier, God gave you this gift mm-hmm. and this love for kids. So it's yeah. really been through you exploring that and walking in that
2: and being faithful to pursue that. Yeah, I've truly felt like um, the different women that have stepped into my life as like leadership or mentorship, like roles in my life um, have been like my obedience to like love their children. Mm-hmm. And it's been really cool to see how the Lord has um, just shown me that.
0: I love that. Like, that kind of answers where I was going with the second question. Cause mm-hmm. I know I have seen this very often where people ask for a mentor, they want a mentor and then they expect the mentor to do all the work. Mm-hmm. You know, they expect like, mm-hmm. well, this is the mentor's job now. And I think it's actually the opposite. I think it's the person being mentored that is supposed to, um, come alongside, say like, yeah. okay, how can I serve you and yeah. learn from you yeah. and grow because of what you have to offer me. And I, you've done that. Yeah. And you've done it. And it's obviously been successful in your life. Um, We know some of the women who have walked beside you and it's just been amazing to hear them talk about you because of the heart that you have for them and for their families.
2: Yeah. I think um, I didn't really like sit down with anyone and be like, will you mentor me? That wasn't really ever a conversation that I had. It more came through just, um, I guess, showing up and like pursuing a relationship with people. Um, But it's been Awesome to see, like, specifically, like, their marriages. I feel like I've learned a lot from, like, just viewing how they parent as to, like, how I want to parent and their marriages as to how I want my marriage to be like, Mm. which has been just awesome to be able to learn so, like, firsthand in people's lives. so good.
1: You are so mature for 18. Yeah. Yeah. So mature. The wisdom coming out of you is beyond your years. Yeah. It's really just,
0: it's doing life with each other, right? Yeah, Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's really cool. That's a, but I, I think that's also a testament to the fact that you realized early on that God had gifted you in a certain lane, which was being able to take care of children really well and connecting with them. And you've seen, you have pursued that lane in obedience and you've seen God bless you because yeah. of that. You know, I think it would be, it's so easy for many people to desire the benefits of walking with God. And yet they're not walking in obedience to how he's created them. Mm -hmm. You know, God clearly designed you and wired you to be able to connect with children really well. Yeah. And you've recognized that and you've walked in that. So I think that's a really important thing for listeners to pick up on is it's not as if it's just been happenstance. Like you've been walking in your calling, Mm -hmm. which is huge. Yeah. Do you think you want to be a mama someday?
2: For sure. For sure. (laughs) It's like my greatest dream. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about boys, since
0: you have to have a boy to be a mama. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. Um, you've talked about watching people's marriages, and mm-hmm. I love that because I believe that that's one of the greatest gifts that a healthy marriage can give young people mm-hmm. is a, um, a picture of what a, a godly marriage can look like. Yeah. and you've I'm sure you've seen some healthy great marriages and I'm sure you've seen some struggles too in serving people so are you dating anybody right now I'm not (laughs) tell us what your thoughts on dating are
2: yeah I feel like my parents have raised us um I guess a lot of people would say strictly on dating but um it's more of like just guarding our hearts and through the different um just like relationship as relationships I've had with older people um I've kind of gotten to see like exactly what I look for in a marriage and in a spouse and in a father for my children yeah. and so it's been awesome to experience that and learn from other people to know like exactly what I want I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily have the privilege of viewing other people's marriages
0: yeah can you tell us some of those things that you want What's um, on your checklist?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, my checklist is very long. <laughs> I have it okay. written down somewhere. That's okay. I don't know off the top of my head. I guess um, someone who serves and, um, I mean, first and foremost, just loves Jesus, like, really passionately, yeah. and also someone who loves kids, because it's such a big part of my life, mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah. That's so how have you stayed committed to not necessarily the checklist, but to your heart's desire? In your spouse, and what's as I'm sure there's been distractions or opportunities mm-hmm. for you to be like, oh well, he's hot, right? And he doesn't love Jesus, but he's hot. So, yeah. you know, has there been any of that throughout your high school uh, teenage years?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's straight and narrow. It's hard, and yeah, um, yeah it's hard. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you have any friends that have come alongside you that have encouraged this stand, or have you sort of had to be? Have you sort of had to stand alone in kind of um, this idea of? waiting for the right guy.
2: Yeah. I feel like my sister is like my best friend. And so she um, has really, I mean, once the greatest thing for me possible. And so she's really been like kind of a rock and I have a, one other friend that has been as well, but there are also friends who do the opposite, Yeah, which has been kind of hard to navigate. Yeah.
0: Well, I can speak from experience in choosing a similar path and just say that say no to things, say no to even good people, but not the best person for your life. Um, and waiting until the right one Mm -hmm. until God makes it so clear Mm -hmm. is a hundred million percent worth it. Um, that is the path that Chris and I took and I would put our marriage up against pretty much anyone that I know in Mm -hmm. terms of, we're both aligned with Jesus mm-hmm. and that aligns with, with each other yes, so sure. perfectly. And, you know, we're at 20 years now and, um, it's just getting better and better. And so it's worth it. Yeah. Even in those moments where it feels like, man, it, this, this is too hard to wait or there's other fun stuff out there. I, that I wish I was a part of, yeah. um, the short term gain is not worth it. Yeah. the long-term path that God has for you. Mm-hmm. So stay the course, my dear. It's so it, is, it is very worth it.
2: Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Okay. Before we leave, I want to know what would be a piece of encouragement you would give to specifically other young people in your similar age category who are just navigating this season of life right now? What would you say to them to encourage them?
2: I'd for sure say that um, I, for a long time, prayed and searched for community, and having community has completely changed my life. I mean, walking alongside of people who um, are following the Lord and pursue great things and um, love you and pray for you have, it's I mean, changed everything. Mm -hmm. And so I would say to find your community, for sure.
1: And where did you... Where did you basically find that? Like, as a whole, where did you find your community? Church. through church. Yeah. 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 So find a local church. Get in church. Yeah.
2: That's my advice. (laughs) That's that's great advice. (laughs) That's it. Go to church.
1: (laughs) That advice never goes out of style. Yes. (laughs) That's so good. Well, and
0: I too, I love, Mallory, that you're not just someone who views church as something that you take from. You're like, this is something I'm a part of. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a part of this body. And mm-hmm. so you you give and you sacrifice and you, you work as a body. You know, mm-hmm. The Bible tells us that that the church is like a body with all these parts that work together. And I, yeah. I think you do an, a really um, incredible job of, as a young adult, of proving that that's really what is best and how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of young people do that. And I'm, I'm really proud of you for doing that.
2: Thank you.
1: And we're going to be super sad to see you leave this fall. I'm not going to lie.
2: It's seriously, yeah. I was talking about it yesterday. I'm pretty sure that leaving church is like, like aside from my dog, literally the hardest thing to leave because yeah. I've just found so much community and love there that yeah. it's sad.
0: But, well, we'll be here when yes. you come home to visit. <laughs> yes. I will
2: come back. <laughs> Open arms. <laughs> yes. Lots of
1: love. Miss Maui.
2: Yes. <laughs> I love
1: it. Oh uh, Well, thanks for sharing your heart. Yes. I really, really feel like it is important for other young people. And honestly, even, you know, mamas that are starting to raise teenagers to see there is hope. Yeah. Like calling our kids to these high standards and encouraging them in the Lord, like this is the right path. Mm -hmm. We are not old hoagies that are, you know, being frumpy and out of context, like having our kids follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. This is a good call. This is a good path. And so I think even just from our side of the table here, thank you for painting that picture yeah. that it can still be done even in twenty twenty. Like you can still be cute and trendy and super <laughs> adorable and super fun and
0: love Jesus deeply. Yeah, know? I mean it's I'm sitting here looking at her, you know, beautiful blonde girl and I'm seeing pictures of my daughter who's ten, yeah, sitting there in eight years and saying, Yeah, go watch Mallory. Right. Like go look at Mallory's life because you are an example of what I as a mom want my ten year old yeah. To look at. So thank, thank you, you for you. that. That's so sweet. Hmm. So we love you. We are cheering
1: you on wildly.
0: Thank
2: you. I'm really
1: sorry about your senior year. Okay. Deeply I am. Yeah. I think that it's, Um, I'm sad for you. Yeah, it stinks. Um, but I also believe that Jesus is going to do something beautiful in spite, despite all of this. Yes, so, I'm believing that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're cheering you on. We hope that you have an incredible college experience. We're here for you.
2: Thank and you. We when will. you come back at
0: Christmas, let's do another one, a follow-up. Yes. And oh, you had a
1: fun idea. You oh, said, what if we do What if we do a sisters episode? Oh. And we get Libby on here with you. Two sets of sisters. And we can talk sisters. Sisters and
2: sisters. That would be fun. Let's it do will. that. Let's do it.
1: Okay. Christmas break. Yes. All right. So. Thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. Friends, thanks for tuning in. I'm sure that something Mallory has said has encouraged your heart, whether you're a mama raising teenagers, and this has caused you to go, okay. This is worth it. I can do I it. I can do it. Yeah. Or if you're a young adult and you are feeling inspired and yep. passionate about walking with Jesus and getting in your Word, um, Mallory's the real deal. She's yeah. not sitting here saying the right answers. Like I've observed her life for a mm-hmm. while now, mm-hmm. she's the real deal. So I,
0: well, and I think Heidi, that we're in a season now where the, um, the world is looking for people who are bold, who yeah. are willing to stand up for truth, who are willing to stand up even like she said on, take the straight and narrow path the path that's harder to take um God's been looking for those people forever yeah. he's he's looking around going who who's going to do this yeah. you know who's going to stand up and raise the standard here and now i think the world is starting to go oh those are the people we need yes so if you are um someone who has a young adult in mind if, if someone came into your mind right now when when you were listening to this podcast share this with them because yeah. i think that's sometimes what it takes all it takes is someone hearing someone else that's choosing that path and then they go right. okay I can I can go down that path too. It yeah. gives them a little bit a little bit of boldness when we hear someone else's story. Yeah. And we need to be
1: cheering that generation on yes. massively because they're going to be the leaders of our children. Yes. And the leaders of our nation and the leaders, you know, the, the parents of the kids to come and then the the grandparents and right. we desperately need them to be standing on our shoulders. Yep. Going farther than we go. Yep. Doing better than we've done. Um, And it's our job to help support them in that. So I love these conversations with young people because it
0: gives me so much hope for the world that our kids are inheriting. I so agree. So, thank you so much for listening. Share this with a friend. Jump over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts—I get that wrong what every time—and um, give us a rating. Yeah, um, that helps. Uh, it encourages us. To be honest, you know, yeah. we yeah, we're like woohoo, yay! But it also just helps the algorithms and helps more people find this show. And yeah. we believe, like, we don't do this because um, it's a shot in the arm for us or because it you know it fits perfectly into our schedule. We right. do this truly, and we've had. Chats about like, is it worth it? Do we keep going? Do we keep this as a priority in our life? And so far, God has not closed the door on this. But we need your help too to say, like, what we believe that God's given us this platform to share other people's stories and to speak truth and to speak boldly. And so it would mean so much to us if you would share this with someone, uh, if you would give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And we look forward to chatting with you next time. Thanks for listening. See ya.